Welcome to episode 186 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar. He is back. How you doing, Warren? Was I not back last time? I don't remember anymore. It's You're back. Uh, yeah, I'm back now. You're here. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm doing good. I'm uh, looking forward to talking about uh, Apple stuff again because it's been a while, and I got to get my brain back into a... Uh, here so yeah get away from windows and uh back on the show always enjoy having him back um chuck joiner how you doing chuck i'm doing great dave i stay away from windows as much as i can yes i can't yeah. but yeah <laughs> sometimes you gotta do i'm really it. trying hard i've been using my mac yeah. more and more at work now <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean look at look at work my new job He's showing it on camera. There's his it's a, uh, it's a surface, surface, surface Pro laptop as well. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not yeah. Well, you know, it's something. Hey Warren. Who am I to turn down free computers? Warren, throw throw it like a frisbee into that black chair behind you and let's see how well it sails. <laughs> That's right. Well, so. the the screen doesn't detach on this one, but maybe it will if if I do that. So <laughs> if you try hard enough. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll wait till I start the job before I start. Actually, the joke is real fast. They asked me if I want an iPhone or an Android, and I already have the iPhone, for so I don't want to carry around two iPhones because I just don't. Um, so I said Android. Uh, so they're shipping me an Android, and then I wrote them back, and uh, the guy who I'm going to work for and said, I'm going to need something to throw across the room. So Yeah, lo- lots of lots of uh, news this week we've gone through. Uh, beta, actually, as we record the the release candidate just got released for 15.3. We'll talk about that and uh, see where things go here. And uh, let's uh, just go ahead and get started. Uh, first story I have here f- from Mac Rumors. Apple says option to stay on iOS 14 was always meant to be temporary. Uh, last week, uh, Mac Rumors did share the news that Apple had stopped releasing iOS 14 uh, security updates, was pushing those still on iOS 14 to upgrade iOS 15, an apparent re- reversal of, of a promise to allow users to stay on uh, uh, that version of iOS 14. Uh, Apple did tell uh, Ars Technica that uh, the option to stay on iOS 14 and avoid iOS 15 upgrade was always meant to be temporary. It wasn't. It is not a mistake that there is are that there are no more security updates to iOS 14, and support was uh, for the update has essentially ended. Um, this is kind of unique, I think, because uh, uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, Apple uh, do this before, and uh, they, they've always just transitioned right to the next version and then say, okay, let's move on. And, uh, it, it, but there was a bit of a stall here, but what do you think, Chuck? I, I thought this was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting that they did it. Um, I'm not quite exactly sure why, except that there were some, if I remember correctly, there were new features in 15 that maybe weren't quite maybe completely baked. Um, but I also think this is you know, maybe not a non-story, but it's just not the big deal that everyone is making over it. Because sooner or later, you were going to go to uh, 15 or 16 or 17 or whatever. And so, of course, eventually they were going to drop it. And the way that Apple's been doing things, especially on iOS, you knew that this wasn't long for this world, that they were going to move it along. Um, You know, this fast? Well, you know, what's it been? Um, Are we at six, five or six months now Um, since, or am I, do I have that right? since maybe yeah no september yeah so yeah so you know it's just i i I just people 
people just analyze everything that Apple says and take it so literally. And I just, I, I just question, you know, what the big deal is. I mean, okay, now 15 is pretty mature. They feel comfortable pushing people to 15. I don't think that most people are going to notice that many differences. In fact, in some ways, I'm kind of sorry they waited this long because all the, all the promo uh, articles are out there about the new features are now kind of old news. So now if someone who was hanging on to 14 upgrades to 15 yeah. and they, they were going to forget about those new features unless Apple happens to steer them to them. So it just it's, it's not a big deal to me, but yeah, some people seem to be really excited over it. Yeah, uh, seems seems to be. What, what do you think, though, Horn? Um, I know we did, but when they, you know, when fifteen first came out, and we noticed that feature, um, you know, we we praised it along with uh, other outlets and news outlets and podcasts, saying, "Hey, it's great." You know, you could, you know, for the people who don't want to do this, you know, Apple Apple's good. They're they're doing this. It's good, and they had to have seen some press on that saying you know people think it's a good thing the fact that they didn't come out at that point and say hold slow down guys you know this is just while we do a little transition it's not gonna last that long but they waited till they actually removed it and then they they removed it and then told you um so you know like chuck said i don't you know i i think everybody should be on the latest version of most operating systems anyways um you know me i'm the opposite of waiting till the second point release. I'm I'm going negative five, negative six, pretty much on the betas. So, um, but you know, for everybody else, um, you know, it's been it's been a long time since I went to an operating system and had like major issues doing so. So, right. um, you know, it, it's I I don't I never feel. I never feel wrong suggesting that somebody update to the latest when it first comes out, but that's me. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, it's time to upgrade. I mean, let's face it. I mean, I was actually surprised, like I said, that uh, Apple was kind of just saying, Oh, here, by the way, here's iOS 15. And because they always put it in your face right away as soon as it would come out. And then still with our 72, or we, we reported 72% of have already uh, adopted it, adopted it uh, iOS 15. So, Go figure, you know, very surprising. So um, let's go ahead and move on here. And uh, this was interesting. Uh, Mac Rumors uh, iPhone was the most popular smartphone in quarter four of 2021. iPhone accounted for uh, one fifth of all smartphone shipments in the fourth quarter of 2021, allowing Apple to reclaim first place as the biggest smartphone vendor, according to a report from uh, Canellis. estimates that iPhone uh, accounted for about 22% of the worldwide smartphone shipments in the fourth quarter of 2021. Uh, that the, the scale uh, Apple shipments is thanks in strong demand for the iPhone 13 lineup, which of course we just talked about that launched uh, with the iOS 15 in September. Um, it's good to see. I, I, I like to like to see this continue. Obviously these are numbers that are by analysts that you know, aren't, they aren't actual numbers from Apple. So how are you going to really, uh, really justify them, but you know, you, you kind of take this stuff with a grain of salt sometimes. But still good to hear and to, to see. Uh, what do you think, Chuck? I think it's uh, some something as, as we probably didn't even not even not to know. It's it is a it is a popular iPhone phone. It is. 
Yeah, I, you know, we talk about this so much and we sound like you know, Apple fanboys because I guess we are, but this really is not a big surprise. It just seems like it's so ubiquitous out there. I, there are times I wonder if, if, okay, if Apple had one fifth, that means somebody else or some other entities, note the plural entities, had four fifths. Who are these people and where are they? Because they're not anywhere that I go. And I'm not talking about, you know, tech people. Yeah, I, I'll see Androids occasionally, but I don't see that many. That's so I, I, I try either. to figure out, you know, what is it just is it the the low end of the market that is popular with these uh, or there's, that this is popular with? I I don't know who the I, again, there's and there are plenty of tech people out there that carry an Android. But you just I don't know that they just aren't they just aren't obvious. Yeah, yeah I agree. But what do you think, Warren? Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of people in Androids, but I mean, it depends on what circles you hang out or where you work, things like that. True. My, my in-laws, you know, there's that. And then, uh, you know, I worked at a retirement community and, every, you know, the elderly have Androids because they do. But um, but yeah, I see plenty more iPhones just like you guys uh, in the wild. So, yeah. um, you know, it's and you know, we're Apple people and we could, you know, we could spot them from a mile away. So we see a lot of them. We know what they look like. True. So Warren, I'm curious. You say, you say the elder, elderly that you work with have Androids. So then, I mean, yeah. is, is there a reason? Are there special particular apps or is there something about the Android that, and, and I don't hate not talking down to anybody here, but just, you know, is there something that makes it appealing to that particular demographic? Um, yeah. A couple of things, actually. Um, one is there's a lot of, um, companies that cater to the elderly, like consumer cellular. And I think there's a few others yeah. and they, they will strictly give you a, the cheapest Android device with their plan. Um, and there's a few like that. Um, so, you know, consumer cellular, some of them have, you know, flip phones, the ones that, you know, want to save money too, will always go Android. And, you know, when you're, you know, when we're at that age, will be different because we, you know, we know technology a little bit more, but they did not grow up around that. So they're going to, you know, just take whatever's given to them at that point. So um, I think just price point, you know, and um, they don't care that much, you know, to be honest with you about it. Um, you know, it's like I said it before, like we're in the middle where we care about nice things, security, things like that. You go into younger group and they're like sending, you know, they're going through, WhatsApp and all the things that we think are bad and things like that, they don't care either. Then you get to the elderly where you don't care either. So, you know, we're pretty much, I, I would say the demographic of a iPhone user is probably between 20 and 50, 60, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are, there, there, there's still plenty of people out there who are still on 3G. So they, they have flip phones and they have, have reviewed. There's somebody I work with. It's like that. And I said, did you get your phone switched yet? Because it's going to be gone by the end of the month. You better get going. You guys haven't, you guys haven't lived until you had an 80 year old lady come to you yeah. with a flip phone and say, yeah. can I get Snapchat on this? Cause my son, yeah. my grandson's on Snapchat. <laughs> so, so, yeah. And it's happened multiple times. So, no, sorry. You are not going to be getting it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Good to see. Good to see. And then uh, this story also, uh, this was in uh, Apple Insider. Apple Music is the second most used music streaming service globally. Spotify remains in the top spot. Uh, 
New research shows that Apple Music accounts for about 15% of the global music streaming market, still falling falling behind streaming giant Spotify, which holds more than 30%. Apple Music is the second most widely used, uh, and, and it, it's, it's as you say, Spotify remains at the top. Uh, paying, not surprised. Paying customers for Spotify, or does it say? Yeah. I, I believe it says, well, I don't see it mentioning that, but because if it's, be, if it's not the ping, then duh, because all the kids, you know, it's going to get more free listeners and because Apple doesn't have a free tier. So for all the people, yeah, there's no mention of that. Actually, that, that you say that, oh, um, no. but it would only make sense. These numbers, they got the chart here you know, and all. And this, as far as saying that uh, there is growth and uh, they're basing on other, other services like YouTube music and Amazon music's got 13%. Uh, but I'm. I would. I would think this is paid. Uh, that this would. It would make sense to me. It would be to be because you get the full. You know, Spotify is limited. When I think of in its feature, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people don't care, and free is free. So I mean, the numbers would make sense if it was a free version. Uh, I'm just reading some of the comments, but I don't see. Yeah, I don't see much of that. Well, and and having Amazon. At twelve doesn't surprise me either, given the popularity of Amazon Prime. Right. So, but what, what I don't know in this one is is that the paid version of Amazon Music, or is that the free tier of Amazon Music that comes with Prime? So, a lot of you know, a lot of little little questions on things that. to slice up and try to figure out if you yeah. really are yeah. that into it. Because Amazon, I mean, right? If they count, if they count everybody with Amazon Prime. Which comes with Apple Music, uh, Amazon Basic Music, then that's a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know anybody that subscribed to the Amazon uh, paid tier music. Um, it's part of Prime. No, it's not. There's another tier, so you get to pay. Right. There's a there's a higher tier. There's a higher tier. So I've never done that. Um, I don't know if anybody else has, but. Yeah, and I don't want to slam Amazon because I, I mean I'm a Prime member and I'm very happy with it. But you know I don't use the music um, simply because I've tried it, and you know I ask it to play a particular artist, and it legitimately will play a particular artist. But it's a, a track that I've never heard from an album I've never heard. It's a compilation somewhere, so mm-hmm. you know yeah, you, yeah yes, it's by that artist. Is. But you know it just is kind of kind of been a little bit disappointing. It's either either just out of date music or the not the tracks you really want to hear right sometimes it will come out and say um you know bg's disco ball is not part of the free service do you want to subscribe to the music if you want to do that but i generally will get the right song if i ask for it and if it's something you got to pay for it will tell me but um yeah i have my home pod set to um do siri and amazon and it's nice that you could tell it which service you use and if you know find whichever one works I I feel obligated to say that I will pay for a service that will keep the BGs off of my HomePod. (laughs) (laughs) You're the the only Uh, one. You're the only one, baby. I'm the only one. Everybody loves it. There was a lot of popularity when they had their their documentary on. So yeah, uh, I saw that. uh, So uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, This was interesting. Uh, Apple support says. That this is a nine to five Mac. Apple support says iPhone 13 models don't support noise cancellation feature that was available in previous iPhones. Uh, a few weeks ago, nine to five Mac reported that an out, outgrowing complaint of iPhone 13 users 
about the lack of a noise canceling feature for phone calls through the accessibility settings uh, that is available to all previous iPhones, but not the newer ones. Now, what we thought could be just a bug is actually Apple removing the feature. Uh, so Apple does say we have, we have an update on this. Uh, the phone noise cancellation is not available on iPhone 13 models, which is why you don't see it. Uh, they didn't. They didn't get their. They didn't get their clarification uh, from Apple about this, uh, and it's kind of interesting to see why. And even there's even an Apple support uh, stream here that was uh, when they reached out to, to Apple support on Twitter. Uh, so I I don't see of any clear why there is there isn't anything here. Um, they say the only workaround here would be activating the voice isolation feature on a call in Control Center. So it seems like a few steps you had to step through. For as many phone calls as I make, I don't think this is a huge deal for me. I Chuck, what do you think? What do you think, Warren? I was just real quick. I'm just going to say I didn't even know it existed. This feature, so yeah, yeah. Color me in that field. Yeah, I, I'm going to echo that, Warren. Um, I, th- I think it would be really interesting to know if these people that were looking for it actually actively turned it on and off on a regular basis. Because I haven't noticed it on my phone, and I have not heard anyone say that, gee, you sound noisier or you don't sound right. as noisy as you usually do or used to. Um, so I I have to wonder if maybe they're using a better microphone that it's not needed. Uh, the noise cancellation isn't needed or what? But yeah, I, this is sort yeah. of a mystery. If if I'm on the phone and somebody says I can't hear just too much in the background, I'm like, deal with it. You know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So let's... Uh... Go ahead and move on here. Uh, the Apple U.S. Education Store is now requiring uh, institutional verification to buy discounted products. Wow, wow. Apple is now, now is now requiring the customers in the United States to verify that they are active students, teachers, or staff members, and educational at an educational institution in order to access education discounts on products. Previously, a little ver- verification was needed, and I will I will definitely attest to that because my wife is a teacher, and but so she is legitimately getting a discount, but I would put it in my name, and it still would be her purchase. Um, but uh, it, it seems like Apple has changed this uh, to be a little more stringent uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes uh, to education. Um, again. I get a business discount, so I'm not, you know, probably get a, I get a better discount than I do with education. But uh, any thoughts on this, Chuck? Uh, you know, just if, if it's an education discount, then it's an education discount. Right. It should, should be. And it's, it shouldn't be one that you can, you know, dance around. Um, so I've, I think this is a good thing. You know, I, I've, I'm, I'm sure there were people out there that were abusing it. Um, and I mean, really openly. People who were not, yeah, we're not yeah. education yeah. legit. I mean, yeah, I am only because like that's my my wife. So, um, oh, but there are probably some that. It's may. a blurry. It's a blurry line too. I mean, it was. So, so I mean, here's the line: is let's put it this way. I buy, I buy a new MacBook under the discount. I've done it almost all the time when I buy from Apple because. I'll buy from, you know, you can buy it from like Best Buy, but you got to wait, you know, and I normally buy it, you know, when it comes out. So, yeah, if you wanted to wait like a month, you could buy it at Best Buy at the discount anyways. Um, but, you know, I give my son's a student. And I give my old one to him at, at that time. So does that count? Yeah. I don't know. And then, you know, again, they it was 
stupidly easy to do, just like you said. There was no verification. You go to Apple Education website and log in with your Apple ID and you, you buy it, pick up a store, or have it delivered, and that's what you did. Um, the they also have a military one that does require verification. So of course. They, they know how to do it, right? So if they really right. wanted to do it, I think they would have done it more. Um, I don't know. I buy so much Apple stuff. It's really hard for me to feel bad about shaving a little bit off the like millions of dollars I've spent on our products. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you. It and, is millions. <laughs> I mean, we all spend a lot of, I mean, we're we're good customers. Not only do we have a lot of, you know, we buy a lot of their stuff, but we we sell a lot of their stuff. We 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 pimp it out. I mean, we're 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 brand ambassadors, if you want to say. So do I feel bad about getting $75 off a of MacBook Air because I say I'm his first student and you know, may or may not be? Nah, not so much. Yeah. Hmm. I've just achieved ambassadorial status. You are, yes, that, you, you are you. the king of yeah. brand impressive. <laughs> you are the brand, like you're the head. Uh, yeah. So no, I, you know, I, I mean, again, I think it's, I think it's great that Apple is supporting the military and Apple is supporting education and, you know, it's, it should be legitimate that that's what they're doing. Uh, it, it just, I mean, if they were being sloppy about it before, okay. You know, now they've tightened it down. You know, there are going to be people that complain about that, that well, I used to be able to get it. No, I can't. Well, yeah. Okay. So you, get, you took advantage of it. You saved a couple bucks along the way. Now it's time to pony up with the rest of us. Now I have right. a kid in college with an EDU, uh, with an EDU um, mailbox. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, again, it eventually gets to him anyways. So, you know, it's almost it's, like a yeah. It's legit enough for you. It's legit enough for me. But like we said, people who are not involved in education at all, yeah, not so fair. Uh, but well, it's good Apple's doing it. Yeah. Uh, this this next article is right up uh, Warren's alley here, uh, being he is a Tesla a Tesla owner, a nine to five Mac. Tesla refuses to adopt CarPlay. No surprise there. Uh, but this developer has a workaround. Uh, this is this was just uh, published uh, this week as we record. Uh, over the weekend, Polish developer uh, shared a fascinating look at CarPlay running on his Tesla Model Three. The automaker doesn't support CarPlay, so this workaround was was with some major caveats. So let's say that says that word major uh, uh, will certainly grab the attention of those who have been asking for this functionality for years. Uh, Tesla writes its own software, and and, and I'll let you uh, elaborate on this in a minute here, Warren. Uh, and CarPlay support uh, coming uh, to Tesla's would be a dream come true for many owners, but uh, I just don't see it happening. Uh, the, 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 there was a video on uh, on Twitter that actually shows here that he, that, that he was he, that he, the steering wheel scroll wheel was working and control Apple Music and the CarPlay workaround. But like I said, notice what caveats. Uh, Mr. Tesla owner, what do you think? I mean, the first thing I think when you just said that is trying to control the CarPlay through these, the, the the steering wheels. Will definitely cause accidents, so I wouldn't suggest doing that um, because that sounds awful. Um, we've had the debate, uh, I think, on Chuck's show whether Tesla refuses. I like I like how the article says Tesla refuses to adopt CarPlay. I, I've said it before: the the, the system so integrated with the car that you don't want to f with it so much, and that's why I think that's what Tesla's saying. Um, you know, there, there be, you know, they're trying to be self-driving. 
Um, and, you know, that takes away the map feature of CarPlay because it can't use that to drive. So they're trying to promote that. Um, you know, and it's got a pretty good, you know, uh, you know, I don't hate it. So it's, you know, people, the people who really want it, I don't know if they know why they want it. Um, anyhow, the, um, yeah, I wouldn't mess with it. The, uh, I'm on the beta. I told you guys I'm on the, uh, <laughs> so I'm doing the beta program with the full self-driving. Uh, I signed up for it and like a whole bunch of people <laughs> and I'm on a Facebook group with it too. And so we keep like, you know, every other week we get an update. <laughs> so it's like 10.8 almost killed me this way. It almost killed me that way. 10.83 was about to kill me, but then it stopped. It didn't kill me. So now we're all waiting for 10.9. I'm actually a little scared to drive at this point with the thing on. So, um, yeah, let, let's, let's, you know, let's, let's leave the Tesla systems alone, I think, for now. And one, but before I get to you, Chuck, I, I did forget to mention the workaround is powered by a Raspberry Pi running a custom build of Android. Right. So that's, that's what you right there. That that is my red flag. If I was a Tesla owner, yeah, no. <laughs> what do you think, Chuck? You know, the, the cars have become so complex now that I'm not sure I want anybody fooling with um, any of the mission critical systems. Right, um, and that includes, you know. Uh, the, the the safety systems and the automatic braking, even the even even not in a Tesla. Let's put Tesla aside for a second because it's a unique case. Now, I really don't want to hack my car or have somebody hacking my car at this point yeah. because I'm too dependent on all the systems that are built the way they are. So, uh, you know, there. I mean, when when you know when I grew up as a kid, you know, you had a, a grease monkey mechanic or grease monkey mechanics that could take the car apart and put it back together. Now you pretty much have to take your car to a dealership for any significant work because they need to have the, the hardware and software to run the diagnostics to figure out what's going on. So, yeah. I, you know, I think I, these proof of concept things are great and, you know, good for him. Um, I hope he doesn't or hasn't compromised his Tesla to the point that it becomes unsafe, but I don't want to ride with him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what he did. A little crazy. It's a lot easier. I mean, if you really wanted, you could mount an iPad in the car. People do that. So, yeah, this, this, I, my, I think we've all come to the consensus. Do not do this. No. It's like it's like running beta. Well, well, or in, you run beta, but <laughs> I even put the beta on my car. I'm living. You, 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 yeah, you said beta is going to kill me. It might actually kill me. Yeah. Uh, Next story here. This is a nine to five Mac. We had a couple stories here of uh, some life saving with uh, Apple products. Uh, a woman uses H. I won't say it. Uh, Siri uh, on Apple uh, on AirPods to call nine one one after a fall. And this, they talk about how the feature works here. This a woman in New Jersey is credited. Uh, see, it already went off. I shouldn't have said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a woman in New Jersey is credited of the ability to, for, to using Siri with her AirPods as saving her life after a fall. Uh, this was reported. Uh, she was working in a floral studio alone when she tripped, tripped and hit her head on a sharp metal pole Oof. Uh, and uh, had not been wearing her. Uh, she had not been wearing her AirPods. Uh, she believes she would have died. Um, so 
and she had quick thinking by saying the, the hey yes lady uh and uh to call 911 and uh it, it worked and let's say it it, it it was a great reminder to check to see to make sure that the listening for hey yes lady is working because uh trust me i've seen it a number of times as my my mother-in-law was, we got got her we switched her phone she's on an iphone 11 now and it was continually stopping to work and i've had to tell her to i had to turn it off and turn it back on and let her retrain it again so it's really important that, that you have that i think it's a it's a good feature as it is um chuck what do you think i think this is this is pretty pretty awesome that the airpods did their work well, the, the, the AirPods, I mean, just the whole Apple ecosystem. And the ecosystem uh, itself, right? Mm-hmm. The, you know, I mean, no matter which which one of the devices we're talking about, um, they are not inexpensive. We, we all acknowledge that. But there's a safety factor here that, you know, is, and, and especially as Warren said, you know, as, as some of it, as we all get a little bit older, you know, we're going to inevitably have problems. And, you know, I, I want to be wearing an Apple Watch. I want to have AirPods in. I want a HomePod sitting, you know, somewhere that I can yell to it um, mm-hmm. and re- get reliable help. So, you know, I, I think we're going to just see more and more of this. I, I think there's a lot of the stuff that's out there that people maybe because of the privacy aspects don't want to share. Some people don't mind doing that. This lady is one of them um, or somebody found out about it one way or another. I don't, know, I don't know if she volunteered it, but I don't, I think these are going to become, become very common stories. As we yeah. see, you know, the, the S lady, you know, able to help someone that is in distress of one kind or another. Just a quick jump in is, you know, we like AirPods, but a lot of most earphones, even older ones, have the ability to um, get a hold of the S lady um, without being uh, there. Um, obviously mm-hmm. if they're wired, then that doesn't make sense so much because you're attaching to phone, right. but while plenty of wireless, uh, even off brands have a thing where you could double tap to side or, or something and it'll invoke, uh, Siri. Um, so especially if the phones, if the iPhone's nearby, you can invoke it as well. Yeah. Yeah. But even like it, right. So, so yeah, um, you know, it's a good story. It's feel good, but uh, you know, of course, Google, you could do the same thing saying, okay, gee, Call nine one one. You know, if those rocking the uh, your Microsoft phones could say, "Hey Cortana," uh, if you want, uh, and see what happens. Oh, he, he is in this Windows world, isn't he? Talking? Well, I'm just you, you got to give love to you got to give love to the Cortana people. So you know, yeah. they, I don't know. They're if gone. Still, I don't know if she's still around, but you know, uh, uh, is she? Is 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 Cortana still around? Yeah, I, I think, think it's they, pretty much I, gone. I thought it was discontinued. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move on from that. Yeah. yeah well, Warren's <laughs> looking it up. Uh, uh, so let's go ahead and move on. We'll move on to another story here. This was in the Mac Daily News. Uh, Army mom uses AirTag, Apple AirTag, to track her family's belongings in a late moving truck. Uh, military families are always endure uh, are always enduring de- delays from movers as disrupt disruptions leave them without their household goods for extended periods of time. Is when they already arrived to their new duty stations. Uh, but the AirTag, uh, in this case, uh, can be a big help. Uh, this Army wife actually put a AirTag in one of her kids' boxes of, the, of her son's toys. And and after the after the dates have passed, uh, on January 7th, this was this this, this year, uh, she reached out to the mover move coordinator and uh, learned that they would be delivering it the next day. And it turned out that she was able to confirm that her family's belongings were a mere only four hours away 
uh, not too far from where she was. Uh, so she calls the, the guy, she gets a call from a driver who tells them, uh, oh yeah, we're not going to be there for a couple days. But then she confronts him and says, well, it looks like you're only four hours away from here. Why didn't you, uh, why, why are you saying this? So there's a bit of a battle there. So I guess in this case, this was a, this was a good story because as we talked last week about stalking with an air tag, this is an actual legitimate good reason to track your goods or where they are. Like uh, Apple must be paying these people to write these articles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually, this was actually in a military uh, website that was, that was talking about this. So I yeah, this well, interesting. I'll be fast and then check it go, but oh, no, go ahead, one. You take it. I just, yeah, I, again, I think they have to be paying some people to write feel good stories about the air tag because the evening news, I think, yesterday, two days ago, like the second lead story was, you know, how to know if air tags are, you know, this is like national news, how to know oh. if air tag, how to know if air, t- you know, because it's happened twice around here where uh, the news found somebody uh, who had Your air stuff. tags uh, put in their car twice um and uh so that's making rounds and so that's the big news story is basically this is now a stalking device and how how to know you know and, and some things are true like the, it doesn't actually alert you that there's um something on you until i think 10 12 minutes so if you know that uh you could you know you could plan on that but we've talked about before um you know gps tracking is not new apple's just better at it and um you know we're gonna have to you know roll with the wrinkles on that one yeah chuck um you know i I, warren's not completely wrong Uh, he's Mm -hmm. only partially wrong um (laughs) (laughs) no you know i think it just it it goes to show you that this is a device that works um, for and and it's it's depending on how it's used is the issue, but the device itself works exactly as advertised, and you know the don't misunderstand. I'm stalking is a very serious subject, yeah. and I don't want to make light of it. But at the same time, I, I feel obligated to say, you know, look here's here's the way that it can it help this person. It can help you in certain situations potentially, and it's probably one of the better. Uh, I'm not, I'm not prepared to say the best system out there because I haven't done any testing or seen any comparisons. But with all the iPhones and all the Apple devices out there, you know that the ecosystem for this tag has got to be good. Apple has done things to try to improve the situation so that you're not being stalked if you don't want to be. Um, I, I guess you know, kind of the moral of the story here is no matter what you do, no matter where you are, you're probably under surveillance of some kind. It's just a matter of who has access to that surveillance and what they do with it. In this case, this truck driver got caught with his pants down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, GPS trackers have been out forever. So there's sure. GPS trackers and small ones. I bought one before I got an AirTag. I bought one for my dog when she was a puppy. It was a Samsung thing. Uh, <laughs> The whole story is uh, I bought it at Best Buy for like $50 and it came with a year of service. So I knew she probably wouldn't need it after that. So it came with that and I, I did the year and I didn't renew it and it was fine. Um, it worked with smart things. That's another uh, thing, um, like another hub thing. Um, and it's a GPS. So it's accurate for the most part. It wasn't perfect. But uh, the funny part is uh, about six months ago they they sent me an email saying hey, we're no longer doing this device so it's garbage throw it away so there was that um but 
to your question, I, I think the air tags are better than any non GPS device out there. Tile, um, uh, who else had a, there was a couple of others out there, but they're obviously the biggest network, uh, unless you go to GPS devices. Well, the one other thing too, that I, I sort of said a minute ago, and I want to be specific, I don't know. And, and if, if I'm wrong about this, someone please correct me. I don't know of any other of the devices that have an option for warning you that their device might be being used to track you. Tile changed think- something where it uses Tile's network now. So I don't know if they have or they can. So they but- they they changed something. And then I, what they also do, was Tile also doing the Amazon sidewalk thing? Is that true? They're- yeah, I, I think so. But but I'm, again, I don't know that there's a system built in that. No, I don't um, know either. But I'm I'm wondering if that's going to change now that they sort of have a better communication and they could know where things are and separate you. Maybe if one tile user, if one tile user puts a tile on you and you're another tile user, it might know that you're not the owner at this point because of the network. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know either. Yeah, but it just—I mean, Apple, Apple made that, did that, you know, pretty quickly when this started to happen, and it may not be perfect, but it's certainly an improvement. So, if anything, it's uh, it makes me think, and I think Jeff Gamma was the one that said this. I hope somebody tries to track me with uh, an AirTag because I will find out about it. If they slap right. another, if they slap some kind of GPS tracker on me, they'll know, and I will never have any idea. But but the the other way around is, you know, we put things that, you know, get lost, but, you know, we wanted to put things on like a backpack that gets stolen and it goes the other way and it backfires, right? Because now the person who stole my bag in 10 minutes says you're being, you know, tracked by a unknown device. And that's where Apple had the problem because it doesn't make a good theft deterrent device if you have an iPhone and you know that there's an air, after 10 minutes, you know, there's an air tag somewhere in there you know, start taking yeah. it apart. Yeah. So, where, I mean, that, where, so how do you, how do you fix that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. You know, we're back to how it's being used or abused. And, you know, so if, if I really want to track something, um, yeah, I, I'm going to use an air tag, but if the thief is tech savvy and has an iPhone, they may be able to scan and determine that there's an air tag that is following them. That is not intended yeah, for you, them. You so. say that you say that about people being stalked. If they're tech savvy and have an iPhone, then they can know they're being stalked. I mean, it comes back to you know. Me personally, I rather not tell anybody that it's with them, because I rather put it on something that, again, if somebody takes, I don't want them to know that they took that I'm tracking yeah. them. Yeah, but you, like you said, one you can't have it both ways. Unfortunately, that's a problem. Yeah, you know that's right. a, that's a real problem. Yeah, and I think that's why Apple played with the time. Remember the time of when it started to alert you. That I think that was their. Yeah, well, that was the. That was, that I think that was their game. We what's 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 the time frame that we actually notify these people yeah. that that you're being that you have something with you, and yeah. and then the Android people complained, so they had to do something about that and made an app for the uh, Androids too. Yeah, I'll never win. But oh yeah, well so, that's a good point. That the apps for the, there's an app for the Android too, right? There is, there is. Yeah, so you don't even need the iPhone anymore. Well, assuming that the Android person downloads the app. <laughs> I mean, why else wouldn't you? Uh, that's a, that's why would. Well, yeah, that's a strange question. Why would you, or why wouldn't you download that? Right. 
Um, our last story here, this uh, this is uh, a couple articles here in the reference, so I'm reading off of the, the hacker news here. Uh, new unpatched Apple Safari browser bug allows cross-site user tracking. Uh, and this one is, gets kind of technical. It was a bug that was introduced in Safari's Apple, uh, Apple Safari 15, uh, when it, implement, it uh, implemented implementation of an index DB API that could be abused by a malicious website to track users' online activity in the web browser and even worse, uh, reveal their identity. Uh, this has been going on since November uh, of 2021, uh, and just just to kind of sum it up here, uh, it it is a pretty bad vulnerability, and Apple has not fixed it yet. Uh, and we're still and we're also not even sure it's going to be fixed. And this affects not only Mac; it affects it affects iOS uh, as well and iPadOS. Uh, and uh, so, just kind of be aware that that is it is a thing. At least in on a Mac, you can use a different browser. You know, you can stop using Safari while this is happening. You know, on, on an iOS and iPad OS device, you don't have a choice because the Safari engine is part of browsing uh, the internet. Um, so, again, there's no mention. There's a saying potentially that iOS 15.3, the next, the latest beta that 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 might fix be fixing this, but that there is no. Uh, there, there is no way of doing it. And then to make matters worse, private browsing mode also is affected. So you can't browse privately and then and, and this not happen. So uh, more of awareness here. I don't know what do you think, Chuck. This this is this is kind of a pretty pretty nasty bug. Yeah. I fixed it by the way. The 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 thing that came out today fixed it. I'm reading oh, did it fix it today? I was gonna say you yeah, know it's I, gonna get get fixed pretty quick. Yeah, it's it's fixing the, the release candidate. So um, okay, because yeah, I, there's a, yeah, okay. I, I did reference the Mac. There's a Mac Rumors article that yeah. I was 15 patched security hole. So okay, yeah. so, so we're good. Yeah. And so just just be aware. Uh, so when 15.3 does hit, it's probably going to be something you probably want to upgrade right away. <laughs> yeah. And and again, it's just one more advertisement to keep, especially your iOS software, but if if nothing else, uh, but right. keep things up to date. 100%, 100%. All right. Yeah, a little, little extra news here this week, uh, but let's go ahead and move on to topics. Uh, and again, we're just talking about the uh, iOS 15.3. Uh, they seeded the release candidate to developers and to, and the public beta uh, today as we record this. Uh, again, there really isn't anything notable that's in there. So it's obviously a lot of bug fixes and security patches like we were just talking about, uh, some under the hood improvements. Uh uh, still no no word of when Universal Control is going to get released for Monterey. I don't think that it's going to be until probably in the spring at this point. <laughs> They're probably still working on it. Uh, then, of course, the, uh, uh, the the IDs in a wallet, that's going to be a long way down the road. We've been talking, we've talked about that. Um, so uh, I think there's really not much else. I mean, Warren, you've been, you've been on it. I'm assuming you downloaded it this morning when, when it hit. And... Yep. Um, yeah, nothing major. Now I say this a lot, but a little snappier, which is good. Okay, that's, that's, that's a good. That's good to know. So what next week? I'm guessing you guys will get it. At least candidate. If it's if it's on usually it's typically released. Apple does when they release it on a Thursday. I, I, I typically I that following following Tuesday it'll it'll, it'll go live. Yeah. Um, uh, and also in uh, the watch watch OS uh, eight. Dot four, which I did notice this problem. I have an article here on from Mac Rumors that there was a charging bug that's been a lot of people complaining about uh, with third-party chargers, but it was also affecting me because it was some there would be sometimes I'm using the Apple, the old Apple charger, the disc that, that had the the charging base on it that's plugged in with a with a lightning cable, and that could be the reason why because it is a 
it is a lightning cable as opposed to the USB since I have a Series 7. Um, and that's what this affects is Series 7 uh, uh, watch uh, and other watches too. Uh, but I think mostly Series 7 here that uh, the, the third party, you know, the, the charges were not functioning as expected or they wouldn't even charge at all. Because there'd be times I, I, I charge my watch on my bedside and uh, other than me maybe hitting it well on my on my nightstand uh i was finding oh my god why didn't this charge <laughs> and i was like hey it's positioned right so this there, there this there's one big big pretty good bug um that should be squashed when uh, watch uh os 8.4 comes out anything you want to add chuck no i i'm happy to say that i don't know that i've been affected by any of these issues so okay. You, know, you got just, a series seven, right? I have a series seven and it's been charging just fine. Interesting. Cause I, I think on one of the shows, we talked a little bit about it. It seemed at first to be burning up the charge real quick uh, and not uh, real quick. I mean, by mm-hmm. the end of the day, I didn't have nearly what I was left over with on my six. And then it, that just sort of slowly went away. It was almost mm-hmm. like, okay, the battery was trained and got warmed up and, you know, now it's humming along fine. So now I wear it all day and I'm seldom down past, yeah. oh, probably tw- uh, 25% used. So, okay. yeah. You had any charging problems with yours, uh, Warren? No, I, there was one day that I thought I was charging and I didn't, but that was fine. Um, no, I haven't had the problem. And I could tell you that the only thing I could tell you about the, uh, the update is it updated mad fast. I've never seen an Apple watch do uh, an update like that as quickly as it did today. So yeah, that's a well, good. Sign. I've noticed the updates have, have improved. Yeah. It was like 15 minutes. Yeah. Remember when it used to be two hours on the series? Oh, one too? No, uh, sure. brutal. It was brutal. It was so, um, TVOS again, nothing really to talk about the uh, bug fixes. They never really do much with that. So that's beta this week, and we'll probably anticipate. Like we said, the, since this is a release candidate, we anticipate that's probably going to get released uh, next week. So, um, next topic I wanted to talk about, Chuck, since you you and I both are ones who go to CES, I'd like to just kind of go over a little bit of a recap of what uh, what we could absorb, since we obviously weren't able to attend <laughs> attend the conference this year. Uh, uh, and uh, I know you put out some great shows this week, uh, these last few weeks, uh, for some of the people you could uh, uh, talk to. What was kind of your impression of what, of what you found uh, that attracted you this year with some of the stuff that was out there? Um, you know, it's, I mean, it was a tough year for CES um, because of, of, of COVID, because just as CES was coming up, it seemed like the Omicron scare was, you know, starting to plateau, or, or at least it, it was very significant. Um, I made the choice not to go. I know I had made appointments with a lot of people and I was getting emails at the last minute that they had decided not to attend. Um, so, you know, there were some, there was one, and I, I did try to do one remote interview from their booth at CES. And that was a challenge just because of bandwidth, you knew it was going to be. And you, um, you anticipate that. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's tough. It, it really is. It is. I, I think that it, it really shows the important importance of good press releases and good websites and, you know, having those assets online. Um, mm-hmm. I was, I was quite shocked at the number of announcements I, I saw in press release that you go to the website. Yeah. They had, you have the, for press people, they would have a Dropbox where they'd have the press release, yeah. maybe some, some photos and all, but you go to the website and there's nothing, you know, there's not a CES page. This is what we announced at CES, nothing at all. 
So, you know, I, I feel like this, I hope some people learn some lessons. Um, and unfortunately, you know, I, I think everybody had some level of contingency plan, um, but some didn't, or at least not a good, a good enough one. And so, you know, they, they, they squeezed by like we all did, we may do. So, you know, this was certainly not a, a life or death situation happily um, yeah. for, for most of us. But, you know, there were some great announcements, some really interesting products. There are those always those products that just iterate on things. I I would be hard pressed to say these were my this was my favorite announcement or that was my favorite announcement um, mm. because you know I don't have my hands on those products yet, but certainly right. folks have been working on these and you know we will continue to see stuff roll out. So I I just I hope that we can get back to normal and that you know more people will go to CES next year, including David, you and me that we yeah, will feel yeah. like it's worth it and is safe to go. Cause I think CES did everything possible. And, you know, I have not heard anything about, Oh my God, CES was a super spreader event. No. So I, I think they succeeded. You and I've talked about this a little bit, but one of my big concerns wasn't necessarily getting it, getting infected at the show because CES was requiring vax and uh, vaccination cards. They were requiring right. tests. They were requiring masks. But if I got it somewhere on the strip, you know, at a restaurant one night or whatever, I'm stuck in Vegas for five to 10 days in a hotel room. I can't right. enjoy the city. I have no support if I, sh- if I should really need it. And it just didn't play into the percentages for me. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I'm, I, I was, my health is, is, uh, is most important and I didn't feel at all safe. And uh, besides my problems with the, with, with media access, that's a whole other story, but uh, uh, the uh, yeah, I just didn't feel safe either. So, no, but, but we did get to send attend some of the press events that there were available to us and got some good information uh, and uh, it was, it was really good. Um I uh, put a link here in show notes uh, to one of uh, these websites. Uh, this was on Apple Must, and just and just kind of go over some of the products that they uh, that could have stu- stu- that that kind of stu- that stood out as Apple friendly products for for 2022. Uh, I'll mention a couple of them here. Uh, Eve, which is very 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 popular products uh, with uh, with their outdoor cams and their 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 smart plugs and such. Uh, they came out with an outdoor cam. Uh, that, uh, they were they're exciting, uh, two hundred fifty dollars, uh, and they're supposed to ship in April, and it's going to be full full access, full support with the Apple's HomeKit security audio. Uh, so you'll be able to uh, um, uh, it'll locally process video recordings and encrypt and store to your iCloud account, which is cool. Um, and Eve has always been very supportive with Apple products, which is great. Um, I know that a lot of people talked about this Wemo HomeKit secure video smart doorbell uh, that uh, is is out there too. Another two hundred fifty dollar product, uh, uh, and uh, it does provide a one hundred and seventy eight degree view. It's a four megapixel camera with night vision and person detection, uh, and uses information about people's tagged in your photos app. So that that's kind of scary <laughs> that you got uh, you, you have a doorbell here, and, and if it's if it's if you have a photo of somebody, the, it'll know uh, just by uh, that. Uh, plugging into that. So uh, that should be interesting. Um, uh, Eve also has uh, these emotion blinds, uh, which you can get, which are very expensive, $400 a shade, depending on the material. Uh, uh, 
another another interesting thing with that. And uh, we did talk about the I did I did talk about last week. A lot of the new earbuds that are out. Belkin had some, and Jabra had this one. Uh, uh, but also, this one was interesting. This Targus uh, Cypress Hero backpack. I don't know if you talked talked with anybody uh, at uh, uh, with Targus, uh, but uh, this is interesting. Uh, it has a the built in the built in Find My system uh, is now in the backpack itself. Um, so you don't even have to have an air tag, um, in your backpack. It's already going to uh, be able to find this backpack without any problems. And they got an innovation honoree uh, on it, uh, to having the built-in location tracker. So you know where your backpack is. So I don't know if you, if you, did you, I don't, did you talk? I don't think we had any, any communication with Targus, but. No, no, but, but I'm like you, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. Um, I'm always on the lookout for a good backpack and I yeah. was impressed just, we're, we're, by, yeah. just the, by the look of the backpack, let alone the, the built-in find mine. Um, so I, yeah. I'm anxious to know about how you, you know, how you replace the battery in it, how long that, uh, you know, that, that lasts and exactly what the range is because it is not an air tag. So yeah. it just works with their system. So yeah, I, I definitely want to get some details on it. But there was a lot of cases out there and a lot of, you know, there, there are always going to be tons of iPhone cases. And I know a lot of those vendors didn't, weren't at the event and there, we didn't see too many, uh, even in, in the, in the virtual events that we, we attended. So, um, so that's going to be something interesting to see, uh, how this goes. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yes, exists. I mean, and I can't, I would, I would assume it would, um, and you know, the rest of these events for the rest of the, this year, that, the press events of the products. Uh, um, let's just hope you know we get to be able to attend these again in the future because uh, this is the fun time of year for 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 you and I and not for us that we want to find out what's going on in, in the consumer electronics world and and we weren't able to go. It wasn't it was kind of disappointing, but you know, gotta be safe. Well, and CES is not just for the press. You know, there's there's so much yeah. business done vendor at CES and business right that mm-hmm. you feel like it's you know there, there are all these dire predictions. I don't believe it's going to go away. Um, yeah. you know, will it evolve? It might evolve a little bit. Um, yeah. you know, we might see, but then again, think about, uh, WWDC, you know, we've seen that evolve from an in-person event to a virtual event. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of us are hoping that it stays, at least Apple's part stays virtual. Uh, so I, you know, I, I, I think there are lessons to be learned here, just like we've all learned lessons in business over the past two years, um, mm-hmm. about ways to get to deliver more information virtually and still have the importance of the in-person event for the people that want or need it. Yeah, I agree. Um, any thoughts, Warren, with CES? Do you, do you like to follow some of the stuff? I don't, you have, I don't, you haven't been there yet, but. Uh, um, um, no, well, first of all, I enjoy watching you and Chuck um, listening to you guys uh, do the interviews. It's, you know, definitely heard of all Chuck's uh, interviews, which was cool. Um, the, um, you know, the being stuck in a hotel room um, sounds fun for a day or two, I guess, but maybe the third day, not so much. Um, and then, you know, you, you were talking about how, you know, it's mostly catered to press, but, you know, I don't know. Like the WWDC is really catered towards developers but some people like me you know who aren't a developer get some interest out of it too um but not as much as going to ces as non-press and just loving gadgets so i I think i think it's for anybody who just wants to you know who's a gadget geek and wants to go there was um when i lived in england they had a similar uh thing um 
it wasn't as big, but it was once you know, they had their gadget show kind of thing and they had vendors and it was small, but it was, you know, it was fun. Uh, so I enjoy those things. I enjoy Vegas. Um, I want to go one year or so. We, hopefully, we all do. Yeah, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll, we're, you know, it, the wife and I are counting the days until we could get back there. So, um, yeah. yeah, fun town. Absolutely. So that'll be it for this year for CES. So we'll hope for the best for next year. Uh, but uh, they'll definitely be covering uh, as new technology keeps coming out uh, for the rest of this year. So um, for wrap up, I wanted to, I wanted to squeeze in a quick tip here. Um, the, uh, the control center in on the Apple watch, you know, it's, it, it doesn't get a lot of attention sometimes, but I always found it to be intriguing. And I've got a link here in the show notes to actually a sport article that Apple sends out, but kind of wanted to go over some of the things that, that, that the uh, control center has to offer um, and then that you can control um, on the watch. I think notably some of the things that I like, uh, uh, I like, I like the fact that you can go into your control center. It shows right away what your battery power is and you can tap it and it, and it brings up uh, 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 how much battery life is left as well as you can control power reserve. Um, if you have a cellular version of the watch, you can turn the cellular on and off right from the control center airplane mode you got that silent mode which i keep on all the time because i'm not a huge fan of the sounds i'd rather just do the vibration i don't know about you guys but uh, yep. I, I i like it to be set at no vibration and then of course do not disturb carries over uh with uh uh, with uh, the uh, the iPhone as well, uh, and then a couple other things here, like the the water lock. You can which which what the, what it's for is actually if you press and tap the the water lock, it prevents accidental taps, as well as like when you if you if you choose to swim. And I've always never been brave enough to swim at my Apple Watch. Really? Uh, but no, uh, I, I know about you, Chuck. But uh, I uh, swim a lot no. with all of them, and <laughs> okay, not once have I had a problem with it. So. Um, the, the water lock, what's great about it, and that, that's the that's the logo that's got the little the water drop. You you could tap that uh, that locks it from any accidental taps, so then it can't be tapped. You turn it on, uh, but it also doubles as it it, it does send a, a loud pings noise out of the speaker uh, in the watch to to push out the water because it does some of the water does get into the watch into into that and it, it does uh, release it. I'm sure you've done that since you do swim the years. Yeah, I um, wish uh, I wish my phone had it on my uh, charging jack. <laughs> Because you know yeah. the thing gets moist and it's like can't charge and it's wet. Yeah, uh, of course the most popular probably of all of them are, are is the find my iPhone ping. You just uh, tap tap that and it'll it'll, it'll start the piercing a sound. Uh, one tip I'll say with that that ping, you also can tap and hold that button, and not only does it s- send the sound, it also turn the flashlight on and off so it flashes so if it's an if you can't hear it really really distinctly you have a visual wave of doing that as well um which is great uh and uh this uh that's really uh, that's really an awesome feature on that as well um and uh, the flashlight of course is 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 uh, popular as well and the flashlight also has different colors so you can actually go through and if you want to swipe through it there's uh it, there's a flashing white so that really will drive you crazy and if you can't get anywhere and then there's the red um so you do have a couple different uh modes for the flashlight so um there is uh the walkie talkie which i think is i i was such a novelty when it first came out and i haven't touched it i don't know about you guys but i haven't touched or used it since um um i don't even know if it's a feature that's going to be around much longer if 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 they see anybody too many people are using it but I guess maybe some people do. Um, so 
Uh, but uh, check this article out, and we'll, we'll talk more in the future shows about some of the other features. I don't uh, want to get too deep into this. I gave you some of the notable ones uh, uh, when it comes out into the into the control center. Did you guys have any other thoughts about the control center? I mean, anything I, I missed that you that you might use about you, Chuck? No, I, I just I, I love these articles because there's so many features. Uh, I mean, you were mentioning the the walkie-talkie, and you know, you're right. It's not something I use, but all these features. You don't have to use every feature of the watch or the phone or your Mac to make it useful. And I like these articles. You know, anytime somebody comes up, I mean, I'm, I admit I'm a sucker. You start throwing me 80 different things you can do with. And then I kind of say, well, that's a little much. But, you know, these 10 or 20 things, yeah, I usually scroll through them because I, I often find something I didn't know. But more importantly, um, I am reminded about, hey, yeah, I forgot about that feature and I could really use that. So, yeah, I, th- I think these are great. And, you know, I'm glad you did that really quick run through of them because, you know, there are a couple of yeah, things there thanks. that I, I forgot about. And this is great because Apple does provide a lot of and people don't realize. I mean, there's the, I'll actually put it in the show notes too, you know, all the user guides. You get links to the user guides, the Apple Watch, the iPhone, the iPad. Mac. And the nice thing about it is it's not like, well, you, you know, back in the old days, you'd have a printed copy uh, of, of, a, of, a, of a manual. Of course, it's going to get outdated when something changes. So that, that it, they, they update it in real time. So when something changes, it's always going to be there. And I always keep links, uh, even on my iPhone, on my homepage, uh, on one of my homepages, I could just go to the, go to the manual and look at that too. But this is an actual support article that Apple put together uh, just on the control center. So it's good, good, good refresher. So, so those of you who've been using an Apple watch for for a long time or those who just don't like to explore too for too long with it but uh it's all good stuff so um and uh with that let's go and wrap things up for this week um that's a wrap for this week uh please send your comments questions and suggestions to our email address feedback at intouchwithios.com you can follow us on twitter at intouchwithios we now have a new way to support the show. If you want to support the show, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash in touch iOS. We would really appreciate that. Uh, make sure you like, share, and subscribe um, so you're notified when we are live streaming on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash DaveG65, where you can also look, watch, and listen to all the past shows out there on YouTube. Visit In Touch with iOS uh, magazine on Flipboard, getting a lot of a lot of traction on there. And we, I, I bookmark all of the different uh, topics we took uh, talk about for that week uh, out there. So you'll see the articles that we uh, referenced in the news today, as well as all the other uh, the articles that interest uh, interest me. Um, and uh, you can also subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, which is also on Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the ways to all to listen, the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at Davey65. And Chuck, thanks again for being here. We always love having you. Where can people find you? Hey, David, thank you for having me. It's always a blast. Um, you can find everything I do at uh, MacVoices.com. Uh, lots of articles, interviews details um we do mac voices live on tuesday night david and warren are part of that at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific whatever time that is wherever you are we'd love to have you join us at youtube.com slash mac voices tv thanks again for having me david oh and on, on the socials you can find me as at chuck join of course absolutely yep thank you chuck warren where people can find you well it's always a good week when i get to speak to you and chuck twice in one week so that, that's good um, so that was fun. So yeah, we do the, well, basically I do this and that, Chuck. 
I also do uh, the Facebook Back to the Future um, group. Um, actually, somebody in some podcast or somewhere said mentioned us because we got a nice influx of uh, new members this week. Uh, 30, 40. I don't know where they came from. Yeah, you guys oh. were 4,000 now. Yeah, I know. Somebody said something. This, yeah, so that's good. Um, and uh, yeah, that pretty much come hang if that's what you like to do. All right. Appreciate that. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show and we will talk again soon.